Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. Yep, Ryan and I are back together. We're back together. We're in the same room. We are. In Bruce, Mississippi. First Baptist Church, Bruce. That's it. So John Mm -hmm. um, came up to preach at a local church in the area and then drove down and we decided we'd make the day of it. That was so cute. (laughs) You against uh, saying the name of the church? You just want to say a local church in the area? I'm not against saying the name of the church. I just <laughs> okay. They, I'm they just curious. If they, yeah, no, I just was curious if you were didn't want the people to know or something. I, I don't know your business. I don't. <laughs> Do we want to introduce our guests since they've already spoken? Yes. Since they can't keep quiet until they're introduced. <laughs> Isn't that just like them? You didn't give us any prep. <laughs> exactly. We, we are so excited. Excited to have. He said it in that Blue Mountain phrase. We're excited. excited. <laughs> We're excited to have um, our wonderful wives on with us. Uh, say hi, Faith. Hello. Say hi, Jordan. Hi. Anything else you want to say? I mean, y'all needed a ratings boost, so you brought us back on exactly. again. Because that know, is 100% the reason why you're on. <laughs> Everybody it that wasn't knows. for convenience. That's it right. was just they yeah. really wanted us back yeah. for those ratings. That's yeah. exactly That's right. It. There's no doubt. Well, you know, our egos have been kind of low lately, and we just needed a boost. <laughs> and so uh, we figured y'all could help boost that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably not going to get that today. <laughs> not going to get any boost, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, what are we talking about today, John, since we have our <laughs> lovely wives here? Well, we don't really know. We're going to make it up as we go. No, what we thought we would do since we both have transitioned. Uh, jobs. We, jobs. <laughs> That's right. I've transitioned. <laughs> yep. So we transitioned jobs. <laughs> We're going to do what? <laughs> Come on, guys. You got to keep yeah. it together so, here. Oh, gosh. We're going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about that that transitioning of jobs on on the wives. He's going to edit this out. I will make sure he edits. No, it I'm out. not editing it out. Start over. No, transit. Now every time I say transition, <laughs> I've got to follow it with job transition. So how the transition of job affects the family and that process that's and it. all that uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, when I was at when I was at Blue Mountain, I was told. Um, by a couple of people that your wife will make or break your ministry, mm-hmm. and I think that I think it just shows that um, you know that they are our wives are just as much a part of our ministry um, as anyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, more so. Um, so when it comes to taking a new position or moving, those are big decisions that uh, are not are not taken not to be taken lightly. And so right. <clears throat> um, we just want to begin by talking about kind of what that transition process looked like um, mm-hmm. and. Um, maybe hesitancy that was involved or yeah. maybe eagerness that was involved. Yeah. Um, so any of y'all, which one of y'all want to uh, kick it off with uh, kind of your thoughts on your husband's transitioning of jobs? <laughs> well, I, I need a little bit more. I need a more specific your, question. Okay, so, uh, here's, you know, here's your specific question then. Um, the moment you realized it was a possibility that you could, your life could change with this job transition, what was your initial thoughts? Faith. Oh, okay. Um, well, we, we had, we had talked so much about it and had known about it for so long, you know, the the possibility. So I have, it hasn't totally affected me as much as it has Jordan yet. Not in this time. I mean, I've, I've been, you know, we were just talking about how y'all are just doing what we did 11 years ago, basically. And our kids were the age that yours are now, but, um, 
Mine, right now, it's been a little bit easier because I know we aren't having to leave the area that we've been in for 11 years. Right, right. So we have time to adjust and being able to kind of, with the role that he's changed, it's not moving to a new church. So we didn't have to just uproot in two weeks and leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to figure out my spot in our church that we're still a part mm-hmm. of. Right. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't really hit me just yet about the oh my gosh we're gonna have to leave you know? yeah and i think part of it too is like even going stepping back further than that and you guys probably experienced this as well there are conversations that happen before the call happens right <clears throat> yeah i mean in your family you you feel a um what is a holy discomfort not a phrase that you use you know you know the lord's moving mm-hmm, you right. mm-hmm. you just don't know what that looks like or where that is for a while right while right. you're discerning that so even I mean, for faith and i not necessarily for our children but mm-hmm. for faith and i it this has been a conversation that's been ongoing right. for longer than everybody else right right so um <clears throat> So we had those conversations knowing that something was coming. We didn't know what it looked like. Certainly right. didn't think it was going to be what it was. But, I mean, you know, you have those conversations. So together you can kind of process those things right. so that you can be prepared to process them for for your children yeah. and mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Jordan, what about you? Um, well, there was a lot of fear. Um, and this was just a totally different experience for me because mm-hmm. even though – um, I grew up in a pastor's home, and I've moved churches and transitioned several times. It was always we were ready to get out of there, yeah, and it was yeah. kind of a forced situation where it, it was like, you know, it's time to go somewhere else. Mm. Um, and so with this, we were so happy with where we were um, and just in, loved our church, and they became like family to us and loved our home and just everything about it. Um, there was nothing about that 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 we were like, yeah, it's time to go because mm-hmm. um, yeah. we just really loved where we were. Um, and so when the Lord started working on us and telling us, you know, it might be time for you to move on to somewhere else, um, there were, you know, a lot of fears just, well, you know, a lot of sadness just because mm-hmm. of how happy that um, we were where we were. Um, and a lot of it, was knowing how I felt as a pastor's kid having to leave. Mm. Um, that was always on my mind for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, Lottie, she's too little to really realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Knox, he had, you know, really become close with our church family mm-hmm. and uh, had gotten quite attached to where we lived mm-hmm. and just everything about it. And so I was constantly worried, how is this going to affect him? Um, so those were some things that made it, difficult um but we were excited i mean i was i was excited about a new opportunity and and obviously i knew if the lord does want us to go it's going to be great it's not going to be awful um it's you know if that if that's where he wants us then he's going to bless that um but there's just you know a back and forth of fears and excitement and yeah Mm -hmm. just a little of both yeah, and I think that's, you know, we, we use the phrase bittersweet a lot. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people, we, we don't really know what we're saying, but in our, in, in our transitions to new jobs, bittersweet is a good way to describe it. Because it is, it is bit, there's yeah. a sense of it that is hard. Yes. I mean, it is, yes. um, you know, you've been anywhere as long as you guys were at Midway and as long as we were at Union and even Highland before that. 
you form relationships and bonds that are at a different level right. than yeah. ordinary people because mm-hmm. you marry them, you're there when their children are born, mm-hmm. you bury those in their family that right. have died. So it's this it's just a mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. A, a different set of relationships. And so in, in essence you're breaking those relationships. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh and so that's 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 hard. The unknown, I think, especially for our children. Our kids were the same I don't know how old our kids were when we moved to Well, Eden. Riley was in kindergarten. So he yeah. was he had just turned six when we moved, and Mary Hannah turned two mm-hmm. shortly after we mm-hmm. moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so we say now, looking back on it, Union is all our kids have ever known. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, Union is right. their home. Mm-hmm. You know, they're from Union. Mm-hmm. We're not from Union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as Union people are concerned, they're from Union. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that picking up and moving is it, it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's one of the things. I think when we think about those relationships we made and those that rootedness, um, mm-hmm. I think there's there's a there's an aspect where scripturally that is a positive to be rooted. Yeah. Right. And we live in such a transitional world where um, I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but when have we ever known the right numbers? Um, <laughs> just make them up. We just make them up, right? But there's statistically, I mean, I think yeah. we see that our world is just more of a transient world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so when we do put down roots and we do become incarnationally uh, there, present mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in a life of a people, that is a that's a difficult thing to um, to move away from. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, we, we've already found out we've been here uh, going on three months now, and uh, we're still in constant contact with Midway folks. Right, you know, we've right. had people come visit us. We've gone down and visit mm-hmm. uh, because there is that family relationship. Um, and I, you know, I've lived away from my family, uh, four hours away from my family mm-hmm. since we've gotten married. Uh, now we're a little bit closer. Um, and so I'm used to having family that are a little bit away yeah. and being able to stay in touch with folks. Um, because I do think that's important. Yeah. So what about that, that conversation with Knox? So how did, how did you, <laughs> how did you approach the conversation with Knox? Well, Knox is, I mean, just the type of person that he is. Uh, he is a little dramatic about things <laughs> and he's a little sensitive about things. So we knew, yeah. um, we, we needed to prepare him mm-hmm. before, I mean, as soon as we could, but not too early right. because, you know, we knew it would be a little difficult for him to, um, leave where we were yeah um and so i don't quite remember when exactly we decided i think it was it was after we got the call that they wanted us to come for a a trial sermon yeah Mm -hmm. and we decided okay we need to go ahead and tell him and we had to emphasize to him nobody else knows yet (laughs) right right so don't say it at church even though we were going to tell our church before the trial sermon happened but with that just that conversation hadn't happened yet so um but we did, we asked him how he felt about, you know, what if we lived somewhere else? Would you like that? And he was like, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to have a different house. And mm-hmm. we talked about living in a new town and maybe going to a bigger church. And um, he always likes going to church with his grandma because they, it's First Baptist Summer and it's a big mm-hmm. church. And he always loved going to the bigger church with the playground and more kids to play with. And um, so we told him, you know, it, if, if we went to a new church, that's kind of what it would yeah. be like. And so he was excited. Um, but then just over time, he started to realize, yeah. oh, I've got to leave my room mm-hmm. and I've got to leave my favorite tree. He was yeah. really distraught <laughs> yeah. about Everything leaving this tree in our yeah. yard that he's never talked about before. Yeah. But all of a sudden, still, it was like to this devastating day, to leave. He still Today, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I like this tree, but it's not my tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, Knox, what's the difference? Well, my tree was magic. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. It was, 
But it was good that he had he had time to get used to it. It wasn't right. an, an abrupt. Yeah, and this and we we personally wanted to do this. You know, we I don't like the ministry model that comes to the church and says, "Hey, we're leaving, mm-hmm. uh, and our our next service is our last service, mm-hmm. and we'll see y'all." Mm-hmm. I don't like that model, mm-hmm. uh, and, and sometimes that just has to be the way it is. I know coronavirus has made it that way for some folks, and uh, but for us, it was a slower process. We we told our church a week before we were coming in view of a call, and then afterwards we had uh, I gave them three weeks, and so we yeah. had about a month of everybody yeah. knowing, and that was really good for for saying goodbye, for mm-hmm. healing, for trying to set them up in a good direction and help them any way that I could. Yeah. Uh, and that was good for our kids, too, because for a month there, um, you know, they had people asking them, are you excited about your new home? You know, yeah. you know, and, and that, that ended up being a good transition time. Yeah, yeah. So conversation, when we had about a month, too, after yeah. we announced. Mm-hmm. Of course, we yeah. didn't have the opportunity to announce, hey, this is coming. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. It was kind of a, already a done, a done deal. But we did have a month. The, we stayed in the pulpit a month after uh, I announced. Conversations with seventeen and twelve year olds are a little bit different. Well, so. well, and and you have to know the personality of ours too, right? Because the seventeen year old is thinking, um, I can drive now, so and I've got. Uh, thankfully, that we're going to be able to stay. He has a year and a half left of school, so we'll stay in the area where he can graduate. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Union, and mm-hmm. then we'll move. Closer to the Jackson area, closer to my family, and but he's he's more like he's the more outgoing. He's not as afraid to go and talk to people. He's Mister Social, um, so he and we and we have talked with him about this a lot more. Not even just this place, but just the the possibility right. of going to other to another place. So it's been on his mind. Now, Mary Hannah is the total opposite. She's like you said, Knox. She's the more. Um, emotional and she contemplates things. Yeah, too. she yeah. she's a very she thinks Riley about analyzes think everything. <laughs> <laughs> but Mariana does. He um she's analyzing all and this is really all she's ever known. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. she and she's not as outgoing as him as like he's got a big group of friends. She's mm-hmm. got her two or three really close mm-hmm. little friends and she's that's and she's fearful. She gets fright yeah, she's yeah. like I'm, I mean, I'm not going to know anybody starting new school. And so um, she didn't know there was a possibility as much as long as Riley knew there was a possibility because right. we could talk to him earlier. But the night John told her, we knew by that at that point that that was going to happen. And right. so I think he did it before I got home. So, but I think immediately she lost it. Yeah, well, we've, we've had the conversation. Mm. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. the, just in general of... You know, sometimes God calls you to different places. Yeah, right. right. That, I mean, that you kind know, of, there's right. a possibility. Not, We've been here yeah, I mean, 10 not, years, not that, you know. That, uh, that, you hey, know. This, hey, we may be yeah, going I mean, to First yeah, Baptist right. Bruce, or hey, we may so, be yeah. going to First Baptist, whatever. But this, right. yeah, this she general. She had some sort of, yeah, you know, because we yeah. always kept it right. in in the talk and, you know, right. just right. saying, hey, you know, you need, don't think that it won't happen. And, of course, she was always like, well, if y'all move, I'm staying here with yeah. grandma. I'm not leaving. You know, just kind of. Right, right. So it wasn't yeah. like she didn't know that it was a possibility, sure. but she was but, not going to let herself think about it yeah. until. So when I told she her, did. she cried. Mm-hmm. She went to bed crying. She woke up crying for a day or so. Yeah. But and, she's. Uh, you know, but then when she, and I tried to explain to her, you know, that we're not. Like most preachers, of course, she don't want to. She didn't care about that. 
<laughs> I like, like, you know, most preachers have to be gone in two weeks. That's not our circumstances, yeah. And, yeah. you know, but that didn't help her feelings any. But, so, yeah. but once she kind of got, I, right. once she could figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. she had to analyze it herself. Mm-hmm. She right. had to get it figured out herself. Yeah. And there's some aspects of the future that's coming that she's going to have a little bit of control over and mm-hmm. have some say so in. And, yeah. And have that voice, so that's helped her a lot too. She's having to change schools. I mean, yeah, she's, she's having to. She'll yeah. be the one. She'll start high school somewhere new by the right. time we right. leave Union. Right. Really leave Union. So, um, you know that that makes her nervous, but she's she knows she's got time. So, right. um, it was just a total different. But yes, mm-hmm. we have kept the dialogue going with both of them. Just mm. it's you know in the past because you get to that certain point, you're like when you've been somewhere ten years, you you know that's very. And we tell them, you're blessed to have been able to stay somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Riley yes. will get to, he didn't really start his kindergarten year, but he started in kindergarten there. Mm-hmm. Very few children get to finish the same school that yes. he started right. school. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we had a little yeah. snafu again. Take uh, three. Take three. We recorded half of this, and so we're going to kind of get back started here uh, with uh, with the ladies. And uh, where do you want me to, Faith is going to do it. Go ahead, Faith. <laughs> Restate the question. Oh, let me see if I can make. I can maybe can ask it a little better this time. Um, how have you plugged in, or have you been able to plug in, or have you, you know, the transition from one church to another? Yes, I was saying that it has been a little difficult because of uh, COVID. Um, it has What's just. That? <laughs> <laughs> it has been strange, um, and it has just made it difficult to really get to know everybody here. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just been a much slower process than I would like it to because I don't get the chance to um, really, you know, there's just, there's less get togethers with church. It's really, it's just Sunday morning and you show up for Sunday school and I've been able to get to know the ladies in my Sunday school class. Um, And then the few people that I get to sit next to in the service, but that's Mm -hmm. about it. Um, And so, uh, and the church has been great about, um, you know, everybody for the most part, has really reached out to us and, and offered uh, things for us. And so because of that, you know, it's it's been helpful that, you know, in that way I've been able to get to know people. But um, it's just been strange trying to figure out who are who's really involved yeah. and who are people that we need to reach out to to get them more involved. Are you not involved because of COVID? Are you not involved mm-hmm. because of this other reason? Right. And so... Um, that's been difficult, and and you also when we were dealing with right, technical difficulties, uh, you brought up how it made it difficult to leave right in the middle of a pandemic because we had just gotten back to meeting again yeah. when we found out oh we're leaving yeah um, and so we had been away from our church family for six months and not getting to see them on a regular basis. And we finally are back together, and we had to tell them yeah. the Lord's calling us to another church. Yeah. So that that was difficult. Yeah, and I would say, um, you know, if if uh, Bruce had contacted me back in February, um, I wouldn't even have begun talking to them. You know, um, luckily we felt like we were at a place where our church was healthy. Year out, but by by and large, we had figured out how to have church and how to do it safely, and so I felt like. Um, that they were at a good point to where the leadership could carry them forward. Um, But that's, I mean, that's, this has been just a tough year for that. It's just, it's just bad timing. Um, 
but I think we've been able to make the most of it, you know, yeah. when life gives you lemons, you know, make lemonade type thing. So, um, John, you think that's funny? You ever heard that phrase? I do. I just wasn't sure what was coming. <laughs> you never, it, it, okay. You never know. <laughs> Not responding. You fix and throw that thing out the window. I just don't. I, we, we've just not had any problems like this, so I don't know what the deal is. Oh, here we go. All right, so um, we have had more technical difficulties this afternoon. When you invite the women in, you invite the problems in. That's all I'm saying, right? Um, so I'm sitting a little too close to my wife uh, for that joke. Uh, so we want to end with kind of best practices. We appreciate you, listener, listening in on, on our starting and stopping, but we just kind of want to finish the last uh, five minutes or so with maybe some best practices if uh, if you are contemplating a, a move or if uh, the Lord is bringing that direction, what are some what are some things, wives, that you can do to help, um, and what are some things to consider? Um, I will say that communicate. Be open to the communication. Be open to whatever. To just to just listen because, and that is a struggle for me. Anybody that knows me knows it's it's a struggle for me to just be quiet and listen. But um, you know, and John has always been very good to ask my opinion and how I feel about things too. And I feel like um, the times that we have we have had to make decisions. Um, the Lord has, has had us on the same page or I guess maybe in my personality, I'm just, I'm up for within reason, whatever. And there have been opportunities in the past that, were possible and I told him I was like oh, I don't really want to that doesn't sound and it and it wasn't the right thing but the Lord has blessed us to where we can communicate and we usually are kind of on the same page about things and I'm just okay well, where you where you need to go let's go you know if the Lord is calling you to do that so um trusting in his in his calling really and in John's calling because I know the Lord has called him so and I know he stays in tune with that so I've got to trust and listen, and just that communication is really important. What do you think, Jordan? Um, I agree, uh, but Ryan and I are known for being on two different pages <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Including in this moment. <laughs> exactly. So um, uh, when we've been faced with big decisions like this, we're typically thinking two different things, and and um, that's just like before we were – we, when we were getting ready to get married, we were engaged and he was about to graduate and, um, he felt like, I mean, he was going to seminary either way, but he felt like we were supposed to be on campus in, in, um, Louisville and we went and toured the campus. I was open to it. I mean, I wasn't thrilled about moving that far away, but I was open to it. And we went and toured the campus. And at the end of the tour, he was like, yes, this is it. And I was like, nope, this ain't it. Yeah. Um, and we really were on two separate pages. I thought, this is not where the Lord wants us. Yeah. And he was adamant about, yes, this is where the Lord wants us. And so we were super confused. Um, and turns out it was not where the Lord wanted us. Yeah. So I was right on that one. <laughs> Listen to the wife. But, um, so that can really make it tough when, yeah. when you're presented with, there's a possibility of this transition and the wife is going, Ooh, I don't know about that. And I, I'm very 
reserved with big decisions and I'm I'm very analytical and I can be a little pessimistic and he's known for being optimistic and so I we're the opposite on that on those two right well John and I are. so <laughs> when he comes in guns blazing and he's like yes this yeah. is it and I'm going hang on slow down a second um so that can make it difficult but I I would agree that you just you have to be willing to communicate and have the conversations and be willing to listen to what, because it's a lot of pressure on your whole family, but especially your husband when he's the one that is being called to this new position. Um, it can be uh, a lot to handle, a lot to handle, um, and very stressful. And so you, you don't want to make it, uh, any more stressful by being, by being difficult and saying, no, we're not talking about that. I refuse to, um, even entertain the idea um so just being willing to listen to what they're dealing with and what the lord is laying on their heart and where the lord is trying to lead um but also at the same time still a voice exactly being (laughs) still being a a voice and 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 but and that's the importance of us being in the word and being prayerful and because we are to help them make that decision easier whatever the decision is and i don't feel like if the lord is 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 has a, on our heart that's you know we're not we're not there that it's not really huh you're good okay <laughs> <laughs> and i was just saying if i feel like if he doesn't give you a piece about it and you can't get then then it's not you know you have to listen to both of your yes yeah, yeah absolutely that's where i would say from from the uh the man's point of view is that i've just learned um that the same holy spirit that resides in me resides right. in my wife yeah. um and i just need to trust uh, i need to trust that and there's a there can be an area of pride you know we're the man uh we're the pastor um and what i found out is that we're also wrong a lot <laughs> so uh, we just need to trust that the Lord is using those people around us that are that are wise, whether they be in the church, whether they be your spouse, um, to make wise decisions. So, yep. John, you have anything to close us with? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, we do appreciate our wives being on here. We're sorry about the technical difficulties. I'm going to do some editing, hopefully clear some things up for you, uh, and maybe next time our wives get on, they won't bring the problems with them. Oh, please. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. If you like our podcast, please do like, rate, and review us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. And we will see you next time. Until then, keep loving your Imperfect Church podcast. And nope, that's not us. <laughs> every time, every keep time. Keep loving it. Keep loving, keep loving your Imperfect Church. And remember one day, she will be perfected in glory.